All right, ladies and gentlemen, hello, hello, hello. My name is Jackson Black. Welcome to another great episode of the Jackson Black Show. I'm here with the man, the big man, Malachi. He, this man, he walks behind the rose, or at least he used to. That was the good tagline that we can think up right now. <laughs> That's right. Thank Whatever, you, big man. Man, I'm doing great. Uh, it was, um, I finished off the year. On top, you know, we, we'll probably get into that in, in a minute. But um, I can honestly say this past year was my best year in, in wrestling. I, I've a lot of personal things went on good, you know, to just keep keep growing a little bit. But uh, yeah, I things are going really good for me right now. It's good to hear. It's good to hear. Okay, so let's just jump into the what got your love and interest to get into the professional wrestling business. Oh man, so. I always like to ask this question too. Like, you know, I've, I think I've asked you, I love asking people and their stories and stuff, but uh, one big thing, and I love to share the story was um, I've loved wrestling since the, the day I was born. I really have, because you, you hear people say that, but I have proof. Like my parents, I made them take me to shows in Nashville. Like I had to have the Hulk Hogan shirt and the, this foam thing that they used to come out with of Hacksaw Jim Duggan's two by four. Like I, I had to have that, you know what I mean? Like I had to have all this stuff, but the one thing that truly made me like, I have to do this or I want to do this when I get older or whatever it is, was there was one night that Andre the giant was leaving the Nashville municipal auditorium. And a lot of people that know me very well, they know that Andre the giant's my favorite wrestler, but what they did is he didn't leave in a car. He didn't leave in a truck. He left like in this budget van, like this U-Haul truck thing in the back and the door kept opening. And so whenever he drove by the fans, I mean, I was 10 feet from the guy. And at five, six years old, I just looked up and his head is the size of a tire. <laughs> and so, so then it was this bigger than life thing. You know what I mean? Hulk Hogan was that way. Macho, Jake's thing. All these guys during that era were... And I just thought, I want to be this fighting superhero type person one day. And I've just, I've watched it ever since then. So that was, that was what, what got you in the love of the business. So what finally made you just be like, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to give it a run. Was there anybody in your ear or? Um, no. So I did really like, like you said earlier that I'm a big guy, like I'm six foot six depending on which m month I'm 290, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I mean I'm, yeah, I'm a big guy, but I wasn't that big growing up. I was kind of tall, but you know, I, we're all skinnier when we're, yeah, but I was always, I didn't really hit a growth spurt until like my mid twenties. Um, but it just was always in the back of my mind. Like, I just want to get in there. I know it's hard, but I know I can do it. Like, I know I can talk on the mic. I know I have this showmanship about me. Um, I always had friends say that like, I should either be on a pro sports team or a camera in front of me because I'm always doing something entertaining. I'm always talking, you know, and stuff like that. But the kind of break that I had, believe it or not, was LBK. Um, so big shout out to him. Um, was a guy you, you've met LBK, I think, right? Where was he at our show we, when you were there? We tagged, we tagged together once. Oh yeah, 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 that's right, right. So LBK and a guy by the name of Kevin Weatherby. So I'm very, I've always been very good at like um, video editing and graphic design stuff like that. And um, I, they messaged me, Kevin did, because I knew him, and he said, "Hey man, I want, I need to do a video with LBK. We're gonna start this, you know, this feud, whatever." And um, 
they wanted to do that. Remember when Conor McGregor and Floyd had that 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 matchup with the boxing thing? They wanted to kind of do a thing like that. So I was like, yeah, let's let's do it. I made it happen. We did a contract signing um, in our hometown, blah blah, blah and we made it a big deal. Well, uh, uh, believe it or not, Rich, you know, from Tap, messaged me. He was like, hey man, we'd love for you to come down. Great job on the video. We'd love for you to come down. Well, when I get down there, I walk in the, the locker room. Well, I just didn't do that. I was told I could, you know, you know how it is. <laughs> yeah. Come on back here. What you know. So I came back and introduced myself and everything. And he was just like, dude, you're huge. <laughs> He's like, have you ever thought about getting in the ring? And th- that was the best thing that somebody could ever ask me because I've never looked back since then. You know, he, can you talk on the mic? I said, just give me the microphone. <laughs> so you know how I am because you and I had some fun, but it, it's, um, yeah, man, it's just, there's times where I've taken breaks, you know, when I need some time off, some, a mental break, but I just, I can't stop. You know what I mean? It's just once you get it and once you get in the groove and, and you're having fun and you're, you're exploring this gimmick and this character and then it's so much fun. People don't realize it. So yeah, that's, that's kind of where I started, but I give all credit to LBK and Kevin Weatherby. From there, uh, Rich and Greg helped me out tremendously. Um, I, I never got – I got real close with them, with their family, but um, – and this might get me some heat, but I don't really care. You know how I me, mean, I don't care. But, okay. I, I, yeah, I, I became very good friends with them in the long run. Um, so people thought I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to pay my dues. And so a lot of people didn't realize I was paying my dues. You just didn't see it. Yeah, there was a lot of things I had to do that were – not public, you know, so to speak. And you get how the business works. And so, and you get, you know what I'm talking about, but you just got to go through it, man. They, people are going to test you. People are going to see if you really, really want this. And so there were plenty of times the big man got his butt kicked. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, I'll shout out to LBK and Kevin Weatherby. That's where it all started for sure. For sure. So let's go to, uh, so we've got some training under our belt now. We, you're going so first match jitters like so let's go behind the curtain how the match went and then how maybe you felt after going um, back behind so my very first match was with a guy oh no he is he is frozen ladies and gentlemen maybe he will come back to life here in a second okay he's back to life there we go that's weird because I'm on Wi-Fi. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember who we worked, but I know who I was with. It was a six-man. Um, it was with a guy by the name of Brandon James and Anthony Taylor. Um, I couldn't. It was more of me standing on the apron, look big, look scary, get in there and do some crazy, you know, big stuff. But it was just a guy to get the butterflies, get out there, get, you know what I mean? And just, but it was never a singles match. I Later on, I started working people like Larry Cooter, Um I got to work uh, a couple battle royals just to kind of get some things, you know, some not rust off, but just more polished. I have to find myself because people don't realize that if you're a big guy, you kind of have it easy. You know, you do. And you get that. (laughs) When you're a little guy, you don't. (laughs) We'll we'll get to that later. Hopefully we'll get to that story. So I can't wait to share that. But (laughs) yeah. But uh, you know what I mean? But I, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be lazy. I want to go out there and, and you know, kick some ass, so to speak, and, and have a and uh, do what I'm supposed to do. And you know what I mean by that. But, um, yeah, it just um, 
it, it evolved from there. And then um, I ended up turning hill and I've been at hill since then. It was like six years. Right. And um, then I, I think my make or break match, um, the aha moment that I had, so to speak. Um, and I won't forget this match was when I was tagging one night with Gregory McDaniel, um, who we all know who that is. And then we tagged with a Tennessee All-Pro legend, too. His name's Ron Davis. Very well-known guy in that area. It was a six-man. Um, I'm, I'm always in these six-mans, <laughs> you know. But we were going up against uh, Buzzsaw Biff, uh, Lee Byford, uh, Larry Cooter, and Daddy Mac. And they used to be a group called Evil. And... I absolutely got my tail handed to me that match. I've got more chops than I've ever had probably added up in my career. I got more chair shots to the back than I ever have in my career. Um, Biff, Biff, Biff and I, believe it or not, Biff was, um, he's not that he's not passionate now, but he's just content now. You know what I mean? He's a seasoned veteran. I ask him questions constantly about what I'm doing in the ring. But back then he was, he was going at it and me and him got into a little, a shoot. I mean, we did. And uh, nothing came about it. But, uh, but yeah, that's when I had my aha moment. This is what it's about. You know, these guys, certain people are going to try to take liberties on you. Certain people are going to, you know, go into business for themselves. But they did. They took care of me. But that's what that's what professional wrestling is about. It's all about stories and, and, and doing that. So that's probably my aha moment when it comes to, um, you know, that match, I was nervous. I've always, I get nervous to this day. Um, and I tell people, you hear it all the time of once you don't, then you need to get out. And I think that's true because people on TV, you know what I mean? People, you and I are on the indies, but pe people on TV still get nervous. People at WrestleMania get nervous, you know? So I don't care if it's five people out there or I get more people, I get more nervous when there's less people out there because you hear them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but yeah. I do. I feel that. I feel that. I'm a talker too, man. Sorry about that. Oh no, dude. You're just filling up time. That's good. That's good shit. It's good stuff. Those are the those are the answers. I hate when people give me the I'm like, all right, well let me I was like, maybe you need to like YouTube how to answer a question because you don't answer it with yes and then follow that yes with like three words and then that's right. all you got from me. This fucking garbage. And I don't know why I would want to listen to you. Anyways, right. from that um, let's let's go. Let's take a little funny dip. Like, what is the funniest thing that have have happened to you during a match? Oh, funniest, funniest. Like, a, maybe it could have been a botch that you did. Oh no! Uh, well, everybody has botched, but I, mine. I was in again. Like, this was like <laughs> this. Probably wasn't. This was maybe October this year or this past, whatever this past year. And I won't say names because of obvious reasons, but we were in a match against the kingdom. Um, but I will say this. It was myself, Zach Austin, Nate star, one and a half of the star twins and Tyler Thorne. And then we had another person on the team, no names, whatever against the kingdom. Uh, person's working. Gavin, you know, Gavin Mack has him in a wrist hole, whatever. And just has him in the middle of the ring. And this person that was with us was beyond green. But it's the same. We've all been there. Yeah. But that, we're protecting him in this big, big match with multiple people because 
You can go in there and do something, then get out. Go, you know, you know how it works. Okay. So he's kind of looking at me and I'm like, tag out, you know, and I don't I don't want to break too much kayfabe here. That's why I'm trying to be careful. But um sorry, I'm putting my hair up. You know how long it is. Um, so he's looking at me, I was like, tag out, tag out, you know, text him, you know, communicate, let's have some teamwork. He lets go of the wrist in the middle of the ring. Does this funny dude, funny ass jog to us. And then tags. But the best part about that was that Gavin still, still has his wrist up. <laughs> oh so, shit! I like to, I like to, we like to kind of rib Gavin about that a little bit here and there, and the, the other guy that did it. But it's a learning process, you know. We, we you got to laugh at stuff like that, man. There's been plenty that uh, I will, I can't share. <laughs> the oh, stuff, I feel you. Stuff that is mumbled, you know. Um, I, the craziest thing that's happened to me as I shoot, broke my nose and Zach and I's blow off match. <laughs> yeah. He, he gave me a, a nice pop and, uh, I've never had a nosebleed in my entire life until then. Um, but bro, it was bad. I, I didn't, my eyes didn't black or anything, but I felt it for sure. <laughs> Everybody in the crowd heard it too. So it was, it was pretty crazy. So, but yeah, man, that, that real, that real slack story will be shared forever. I have I have a good one. I got I was uh it was me and Chase Stevens, and so we're main event. Uh, we get out there and I is this I, the No Limit Pro match? No, this was at one twenty seven. I mean that's what I meant. One twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think so, I might have heard this story, but go ahead. So, so me and Chase are there. We're locking up, and the whole night Chase keeps going. Hey man, you're the hometown hero, and I was like, dude, we both come from an hour and a half away. Like nobody's Amish. We're both not the no one's the hometown hero. Right. So we 20 times he says it to me, and I'm like, fuck, okay, sure, I'm the hometown hero. Let's do it. So we get in the ring. We lock up, and I start wearing gloves because people chop me, so I wear leather gloves now to chop back because fucking hurts more. So I don't get chopped a ton now. Uh, so I take the gloves off and chuck them in Chase's face. Fucking deck them. I deck them. I was like, all right, let's go because we've circled around five minutes maybe. So Chase shit canes me outside and i'm like oh shit i know what happened out here i don't want to be out here i was like he's either gonna throw me in the chairs or he's gonna do something fucked up to me so he kicks me and he's like hey kid and i was like oh shit he goes suplex and i was like i'm in wrestling suplexes me and i i cracked my feet bro and i was like out for like a week because it hurt so bad and he goes hey kid are you dead <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got, shit. I've got a funny Chase story. Um, he he came to me one night, and I was at a certain uh, restaurant bar in my hometown where I used to live, and he kind of lived up in that area. And he walked in one night, and he was like, "Hey, man, you you that big tall mask guy at that father son promotion?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah man." And he's like, "Come on, let's go have a drink." And I was like, "Nope." Oh shit, that's it. <laughs> nope. I was like, "Brother, I love you, and you know, I, I like to." share some chase stories but so i, I didn't and, and or i sat there i was like no nah, man i'm just here with some family friends and he's like what are you doing here and i was like it's my birthday and he goes all right you're definitely coming with me <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know four hours later i'm sitting with chase stevens and this kid walks up to him and you know i don't know if he had those lines in his beard yeah you know? so he comes up to him and this kid's like hey man i don't i don't know if anybody's ever told you but you look like jeff hardy and i think 
there's some back heat there, you know? And I was like, uh oh. <laughs> and Chase's face got all red, but he was cool about it. He's he's a he's a trooper, man. I love talking to him and hanging out with him and I'll message him every once in a while just to kind of give him a hard time, but yeah, he called me he called me weird beard during the match and I was like, Does your hair grow in all Joe Dirt like that? What are you talking about? He's funny. <laughs> he's funny in the ring for sure. So Oh man. He's he's a lot. But you've never had this, so Oh God. Where's my arm? Yeah, there it is, right here. Just stuck. Nobody's holding it. You're just stuck. I swear. He's, we Papa all, Jungo. Everybody, everybody lost it. Everybody. It was fantastic. So that was I don't know. I don't want to say it. Was it like super light that he didn't know it was there, or was he just really I, a kid? I don't know. That's probably a good question. I've never asked that, but it was the best. It was the fact that he left. It was the silly jog to us. And the fact that he stayed. You know what I mean? It was like a combination of like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> so it was oh. good. It's oh, all it. it's all fun games. You you learn so. Oh, I love it, I love it. So, what's your favorite? What's like? Oh, okay. This this is okay. I'm gonna shut up here. What is the best reaction that you've got? Best and or worst, because as from the perspective of a heel, it can get bad. Sure. But what's what's the most? What's the what's the biggest reaction you've got out of somebody as a heel? Um, uh, you, you mean like the crowd was? Yeah, crowd was. Um, I'll, I'll tell you both, believe it or not. And the biggest, dude, I mean, there's no telling. I could sit here for the next hour and tell you the amount of heat that uh, Greg and I have gotten over the years. I mean, it's just, I'm big. They hate it. I'm going to beat up everybody. He runs his mouth. I run my mouth. And we can back it up. You know what I mean? That's the thing. A lot of people don't like that. It, it, they, they can take some trash talking, but when you can also back it up, that's what they hate the most. Like, oh, and you're good? God, you know. <laughs> he's way better than me. You know, I'll give him all credit. But um, as a heel, I think the biggest reaction that I ever got, because I felt this, um, Zach and I were in a match, and uh, when we were killing each other for like four months, about the time you – we started up about the time you left – I I, uh, I I kept tabs on it. Oh, man. It was brutal. Like, it was so much fun, though. It was crazy. And we were just come up with these crazy fire finishes. And, I mean, it was nuts. We did all, we did everything, for real. But this one, this was only our third match. Because what happened is, I'll tell you exactly the, or the uh, schematics of this. He wins the, like, uh, bomb tournament, which is like our money in the bank, right? He I wins it. He's, he, huh? I was in one. Okay, okay. He he still uh, he still has it, so he can cash it in whenever. But when he won it, we we as the kingdom helped him win. We we beat up everybody and helped him. Well, then he turns on us and beats us up. And I'm like, what the hell, bro? So so the next week, I was I wanted to start uh, a feud with um, Adam McCormick. That was that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to start working Adam. Adam's a great worker. Um, he's one of the kind of founding guys at tap he's been there a long time come back you know whatever but i wanted to that was kind of my goal is to get out of my comfort zone a little bit start working people you know it's different you i started with you stuff like that i wanted i wanted to do things differently this past oh year. i got that, your ass now motherfucker i got your ass now why i i'm just saying i learned a lot of a lot of sneaky sneaky shady shady heel shit now so <laughs> everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth 
oh, let's go. Mike Tyson. But no, <laughs> um, so we're sitting there, right? So Adam, the next week, had to miss uh, for some shoot reasons. And um, so I I went to, uh, I don't want to say name, you know, I don't go too much here. But I went to somebody and I was like, hey, man, let me work Zach. Um, it makes sense because, you know, all this stuff that went down. Okay. So we did it. And we, that was probably my best match that I've had just straight wrestling. You know, no, we just threw it together, but it, it worked. It, we had this chemistry that we didn't know we had. And it was cool. It felt, I got a lot of confidence in there working so much because he's worked a long time. You know, he's he's looked at as a, as a great guy. So I said, hey, man, how about let's do this? Whoever wins next week chooses a stipulation for the following week. We'll set up the next two weeks. Cool. Uh, he wins. I'm the hill here. He wins. He chooses. Fans bring the weapons, right? At this time, though, remember his, huh? Fuck those. I love them. <laughs> I've probably been, since then, I've probably been in five, you know, because <laughs> I love them. But, um, and the fans like them, you know, you want to keep them involved. But anyways, so during that time, though, Zach's wife was pregnant, still pregnant with the twin girls that they had. She's already had them, so. I thought of this finish of like, we have to tote the line here of like, whoa, you know, what anybody can do the whole chair. We can do a black hole. We can do whatever, but let's tote the line of whoa. And he's like, I'm all for it. Let's do it. So I came up with the idea real quick, uh, a ref stoppage of where I'm just beating him down. And I have him handcuffed to the rope. Oh, of course, we're all, we're all just, you know, we're gushing. Um, we've used thumbtacks, kendos, everything. Well, I'm in the ring, and I just keep beating him up. And all of a sudden, his wife gets in the ring. And she's seven months pregnant, six, seven months pregnant. No bumping, obviously. Yeah. But um, <laughs> she gets in the ring, and she's crying begging me to stop because i was hurting him and everything and i just backed off had the kendo stick in my hand was getting out of the ring and as soon as i just stopped i screamed oh hell no and i turned back around in the ring like i was going to hit her and at that moment that was the most heat i've ever felt in my entire life combined Cause all I did was lay that kendo stick on her back to let her know I was there. And you would have, I really thought people were about to jump the guardrails. And at that moment I knew, I said, man, we, we, we got them well, this is, this is about to be money right here. And so we went on for another three and a half, three and a half months, something like that. So heat wise, that, that is when was Zach. And then on a baby um, would be, Believe it or not, would be two two, uh, two matches I had. One, it wasn't a match. Um, I won the bomb tournament one time, and um, I turned on Greg because Greg was a baby at the time. But I cashed in on Greg, and that the reaction I got from that. Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, he will be back shortly. We had this issue earlier. I hope everybody's enjoying the show so far. Oh, he's back? Okay. Yeah. I don't know what that thing's doing. What was the last thing you heard? Uh, you turned on Greg. 
turned on Greg because he was a baby, blah, 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 cashed in, won the heavyweight strap. Um, it meant a lot to me because pe people believed in me, you know, that things were going in the right direction for me. Um, and I appreciated that. And the crowd reaction, I felt like that's what the crowd wanted, even though I was a heel. Um, it would be that or, believe it or not, um, was last Saturday night when Zach and I won the tag belts. Hell yeah. It, it was pretty deafening. I'm not going to lie. That's great. It was such a build up to that. But yeah, it's those two matches um, will always stick out to me. Um, I didn't really get a pop for this one, but it was when I retired David Knox. Um, of course, nobody wanted him to retire, but that would probably be my top. It's going to be hard, man, because me and Zach had some killer ones, you know, but the passion that I had going in for the David Knox match was that that's the most nervous I've ever been. <laughs> I, I owed it to him. I owed it to bring everything I had that night. So it's good stuff. So let's go. What, what would be some advice you'd give to the young guys out there just like looking to get into the business? What would be your advice to them? There's no such thing ever as a stupid question. If you don't name, because I've heard the same move be called a zippity doo die zipper flashback. And it's, and it's just a, you know what I mean? Ask. That's the only way you're going to learn. Um, there's no stupid question. And, there, and you're not going to be perfect right off the rip. Give yourself a little breathing room and a chance to make mistakes because everybody has bumped terribly at the beginning. Everybody has hit the ropes dangerously at the beginning. That's the only way you learn, by making mistakes. Um, but also, don't go in there and think you're He-Man. You know what I mean? Um, your job as a professional wrestler, what all can we say on here? Like I don't how? Expose, I don't expose a lot. I'm, uh, I'm all about, uh, I'm very old school. Keep, keep it as kayfabe as you want to. Uh, okay. Yeah, you don't have to expose your job. Your job, whether you're a baby or hill, this will help. Your job is as baby or hills put an ass in a seat and uh, figure that out however you want to, <laughs> but do it. That's your job. Um, nobody's perfect, but always be willing willing to take criticism because there's been times where, like, technically I've wrestled longer than you, but you've given me some insight. There's been times where I've wrestled longer than hype. We know hype. He gave me some, and I was like, absolutely, bro. That worked. I didn't even think of that. That worked. You see what I mean? There might be a fan that might tell you something a little different, you know, and it will work. You just don't know. But just be open-minded. Uh, always, 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 when you're in that locker room, you shake a hand and you're, prof and you're professional. That's That would probably be my biggest advice. Fucking handshaking. It's so, so old. It is, it. but it's... I do it, but I fuck it. I don't like it. I don't like it yeah. at all. Don't shake my hand one night and see what happens. <laughs> I'm gonna grab my crotch and then come shake your hand. That that, uh, that board <laughs> will get changed real quick. <laughs> oh, I never win anyway. It's okay. <laughs> so let's go. Um, let's go. Uh, give me a good road story. Oh, some of these. I don't know if I can. <laughs> Let's see. Um, man. Dude, I got so many. That would That's a whole nother podcast, brother. Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, what I, right off the top of my head, I can share this. It's nothing bad. 
Um, we had to do, Greg and I did a show and Kevin Martin did a show, a benefit show for some police officers out in, I think, Dixon, Centerville area, Tennessee, close to like West Tennessee and um, opposite of you. And uh, <clears throat> we had stopped like at McDonald's or something. And we were just, uh, we just had the giggles. You know what I mean? If, you, if you're, you know what I mean? And uh, Kevin went to pay for his food and somehow he dropped his debit card between the driver's seat and the middle console. And it went all the way down. <laughs> so it's almost impossible to reach down there and get it. We finally got it. You know, the, Greg gets the food. Goes to pass the straw to Kevin. The straw goes right. His internet is just shoddy at best. I guess he'll come back through in a second. There he is. There we go. Sorry about that. I don't know why he keeps doing that. It happens. Um, Greg goes to hand the straw to Kevin for his drink, and he drops the straw next, and he goes right down to where the debit card was at. Like, it was like this, no pun here, a black hole of, like, uh, stuff just kept dropping there. And we were getting so mad. But we were also just dying laughing. Like, Kevin couldn't catch a break for anything. And then another Kevin Martins. The worst internet in the world. So happens to you in the boondocks. <laughs> There we go. I was just talking crap. I swear, I swear I paid my bill. I swear to you, I did. Another Kevin Martin story real quick is we were at a, a fast food restaurant. And he asked for a large Sprite. And we got down the road and everything. And they gave him a large fry. So they thought he said large fry, but large Sprite. And he was livid because he didn't get a drink. And we didn't realize it until we got <laughs> down, like, probably five miles down the road. You know what I mean? Like, it was so funny. He gets so overworked about stuff. It's so funny. So, Kevin's a very good road person. I love it. I oh, love yeah. it. You got to have people that keep it entertaining on the road. Oh, for sure. Because if not, I've been in some where you just, it's like. Yeah. No, I can't do that, man. I don't like doing it. So, let's no. do, let's do your top five. Your Mount Rushmore plus one. Ooh. Uh, we, Andre. We, yeah, absolutely. Andre the Giant, not even question. Um, are we talking like the total package when we talk? Because I'm a technical, like, we're talking about, you know, entering work, merchandise, you know, the oh. whole star. Like, are you talking about everything? Shit. Uh, I, if, if, chances are, if they're doing excessive amounts of merchandise, they're probably one of the top tops. Sure. So I'm definitely going to say Andre the Giant. Okay. Then I'm going to go Stone Cold. Um, and this is probably going to make a lot of people mad, but I don't really care. But it was, he had it. The Rock. Oh, I knew you were going to do that. And then <laughs> my 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 blue chipper here that I always love to put in there because Randy like, Orton. No. Oh. No. Uh, Eddie Guerrero. Okay. Okay. I, I mean. I think he's the best in-ring performer ever over Shawn Michaels and everybody. I just do. He was insane. If he wouldn't have died so early, he probably would have been the best wrestler of all time. He would have been up in the conversation. It's For so sure. hard to do best 
of all time. It is. It is. But those are my four that I can, I just didn't get on the Hogan train when I was little. I just, you know what I mean? I, it was cool. Don't get me wrong. But like, I just didn't, I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't get on it. Triple H would be up there for me. I never got on his train, but I mean, he's probably one of the best hills ever. Yeah, but Rock was one of the best. I, I feel like he's like one of the best total entertainers because he does shit that like I would do. Mm-hmm. And like I would be like, oh, I'm going to get a lot of heat for this when I go to the back. But like, yep. eh, I'll say sorry. When he did the, I am the game. Yeah. Have you heard the backstory on that one? No. So he's pitching it at the meeting. And Triple H is pissed off. He's fucking pissed. He's like, we're not doing this. And Vince is like, oh, that's good shit. And so, so Vince. You sound just out. like him. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> that's good shit. Oh, man. So, what would be, what would be, like, what, what do you want to leave as your legacy in professional wrestling? What would you like people to say when you're gone? Oh, wow. Um, Probably the fact that, like, my passion for wrestling is uncomparable to anybody. It's, dude, I don't care. You know, I'm getting up there in my age, but at the same time, like, I just, one of my biggest pet peeves is when I'm in the, when I'm in a group of workers or we're at a, another show or whatever, and I hear this whole, well, you're a mark. Yep. So what? I Who am. cares? I give a fuck. <laughs> if, exactly. If 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 I would have thought about it in time, we could have done this interview, and maybe the next interview we'll do it. I could show you my, I collect wrestling figures, and I have an astronomical amount of them. I just don't want the camera to shake and stuff. But you know, it, it's like, of course, I'm a wrestling fan. Like I watch wrestling every single night on the you know Peacock. I watch because I'm one. I'm trying to like, oh, I like that move. Oh, I do my little springboard thing that I did. I saw that on a wrestling show one time. I was like. Oh, I think I can do that. You know, stuff like it's. I, I'm trying to evolve my character and, and, and where I'm going with it. But on the back side of that, I want people to know that, like, I'm a good guy. And I did everything I could to make wrestling better than when I got into it. I don't think I can because so many people are in it for the wrong reasons. But I, I try to make things better at TAP. Um, I try to be a good person. I really do. So, yeah, I just I, I want to be looked at that, making wrestling better, and having a lot of passion about the business. I agree. I agree. I, that's why I do this show. Like I, this gets me. Guess what? Zero fucking dollars. I make nothing off of doing this. Yeah. But it it gets it gets like two thousand, three thousand, four thousand views or whatever it gets. Like fuck, four thousand people watched it. Maybe they exactly. enjoyed it. Yeah, and 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 you never know out of those four thousand people that one person might know such and such and it helps you get a booking in Jacksonville, Florida or you right. know it helps you get a booking in oh his his internet is gone again ladies and gentlemen oh it's just a tragedy i think he's maybe borrowing the neighbor's wi-fi it's quite possible i know he's i know he's back right now and i know he said he paid his bill but he might be borrowing the neighbor's wi-fi thanks for the password <laughs> um, uh, but like you said, there's three, 4,000 people watching or whatever. One of those people might know somebody that lives in Jacksonville that give you a booking, or it might be a person in Louisville that can help get you a book in a Chicago. That's how the wrestling community works. It's, oh yeah. That's just how it is. So, 
I, I don't, I've never been a big person about worrying about numbers or nothing like that. Just do it because you love it. Have a passion about it and do it to the best of your ability. And that's what it, it's kind of how I treat wrestling. So, oh, dude, I had my fucking, uh, before I get into our story, uh, got a great I, ending. Yeah, I fucking got the best reaction I've ever gotten as a heel. Uh, it was January, not January, it was December 3rd or 4th, whatever it was. I was at MSWA. I was wrestling this guy named Tyler Foshi. Yeah, I know Foshi. So it was in Rockwood. Harriman and Rockwood have the longest rivalry in the state of Tennessee since like 1921 or whatever the fuck it was. I come out to in Rockwood to the Harriman fight song. There you go. That's smart. <laughs> you should so have let, had a. Sh- you should have found a shirt. I left the shirt at home. I bought one especially for uh, it. That's why I want to do a show up in my hometown and be like this hometown hero guy, and then I want to turn back. I want to turn back hill. The only problem is, is my the, our rival town that we. I can. I will never put that shirt on. <laughs> and so and me- this. It doesn't brew from high school. It brews from like personal reasons. I'm not putting that. No. (laughs) So, yeah. But that's smart. That's very old school-ish, but that's smart. So I let it build. I come out maybe like 20 seconds in. They're on their feet at this point, right? Yeah. And there's little kids flipping me off. Uh, like, I'm going to say to you right now, like, I, I hate Rockwood. Screw Rockwood. Your town is trash. No one wants to drive to it. They just want to drive through it. Anyways. Uh, so I do, I just can't, I posted, I, me and Foster are battling, we're like maybe 10 minutes, set, eight, nine minutes, whatever we are in. He goes to do something. I block it. I post him. And then I put the hands up and walk around the ring. And I was like, oh, it's great to be this good. And it's great that Harriman's better. The whole place comes up. They're like, we're going to fucking kill you. Ah! I was like, Yes. Yes. You got them in your hands. Oh, yeah, I had them. And then I got hurt, and we had to go home early. So it was was fucked. (laughs) But Okay, so now now, so we have a little rivalry ourselves. We had a we had a good a good minute of shit of matches. So we went we went about two months. We went about two months. months. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy is super tall. And like one side story I'd like to. This I tell this story fucking everywhere I go because it's really? one of my favorite. This I'm a, it, it's kind of with us, but it's not kind of it, it's kind of with us. Okay, so I'm wrestling Insane Dane, who I've had on the show. Uh, I go out, we have our match. I go up to the top rope for a shooting star press. This some bitch right here is he comes out, but they cut the lights so early. I'm in the air, and the lights are out. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> so I come down straight on the guy's chest, and then I, like, get up, and then here's this guy, and he just fucking lays me out, too. So that's, like, I tell that story every time. I was like, the lights went out, and then my lights went out. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what happened. So, yeah, that was the uh, that was the night that uh, Malachi returned. Fucking asshole. And, um... I'd been waiting for the right opportunity to bring that gimmick back. Um, you know, because I feel like I was doing this Johnny Showtime thing, and that's been my nickname forever, ever since I was, you know, younger, whatever. But, I mean, everybody does this arrogant 
rich, flam, you know, flamboyant kind of guy. And I just, I could do it because I'm, I'm not rich, but I can, I can talk with the best of them. But, um, I just, I know it didn't make sense anymore to me. And I just wanted to, um, yeah, I just wanted to bring it back. And so you guys were cool with it and, and you know, and yeah, that's what happened. So this guy. Insane Dane's pretty tall, but I think I'm bigger than him. Oh yeah, definitely uh, bigger and probably taller. Yeah. I, I have wrestled him again. Oh, okay. So this one's fun. Dane, if you watch this, my friend. It's all in love. So Dane got in the ring with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Wow. Yeah, he was over at JPWA. So Dane, got, they were doing his documentary, The Return of the Dragon, for that show he did with like FTR and whatever. Yeah. So Dane got in the ring. And I'm not sure if he gave Ricky an arm drag or Ricky gave him an arm drag. Well, ended up, Ricky came up lame after said arm drag. So everybody's been giving Dane like the worst shit. And I was like, bro, you got to make a shirt. And he goes, what do you mean? And I was like, put Dragon Killer on it. <laughs> so there's there's that. That happened. Or I botched something with Ricky the Dragon. Steve. Right? Like I was like, this is crazy. You got to get in there with, with the dragon. Right. So no, Dan was a nice guy. I remember meeting that night. He's a super nice guy. Um, you guys had a great – I mean, you did. You had a great match. Um, but, yeah, I just – this Malachi thing, I had it, I had it in my head for years, man. Like I really did. I wanted to do something different and do for a solid good year. Oh no. <coughs> He's got closed eyes. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, his, his connection is spot. He's back. All right. I was saying <laughs> for, um, for a long time, I took about two years off from wrestling because I was working um, at a sheriff's department, and uh, I just couldn't get days off, stuff like that. And every time I would get off, I'd go to a show. But um, I knew I was going to be coming, I was going to be getting the weekends off soon. So I messaged a Rich, and I had this idea uh, with about Malachi, blah, 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 blah. And I said, I want to do something completely different nobody expected. I don't want to tell anybody. I just want to show up, boom, do it. And I made all these creepy, like, just very weird videos about coming and here's a letter to my name. This is a letter to my name, you know, and it was, I finally kind of meshed it together. And like, we didn't even tell, we didn't tell the boys. We didn't tell nobody. And I put some, some very terrible ass gimmick or uh, gear on, but I walked out and I didn't get a cheer and I didn't get any boos. I got a gasp is what I got. <laughs> and when I got to the back, Rich goes, "That we're sticking with that. And so they gave me a name. We gave me some music. And we just built that character up. And I, I liked it. And it, it it was me. You know what I mean? It was it helped me. So I evolved. And I, did, I worked in one mask. And then I did a different mask. And I finally did the one that you saw that kind of looks like La Parca. Um, and then I just decided to take it off. I wanted... But for a good, I uh, dude, I'm not kidding you, man. For a good year, we kept it kayfabe. Like nobody, nobody in the crowd knew it was me. They'll say they knew, but they didn't. <laughs> I like so to hear about that. I'd lost a bunch of weight, got more tattoos, so they didn't realize that it was me. But um, yeah, it, it worked, man. It was it was a lot of fun. So yeah. 
So I like that you have gotten out of that group, the kingdom, because I mean, yeah. Anytime I wrestled you, there was always like seven guys out there, seven yeah. million guys. Well, the the problem that I had, and this is finally what got me, was that Zach and I got done with our feud. Um, I worked hype, and uh, I just wasn't in right state of mind, you know. And <clears throat> we've talked about that, you and I have, and. Just things didn't seem right to me, whatever. So I lose to hype. Greg and Ethan and Gavin come out, and they're talking to me about it, blah, 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 blah. I didn't know what was going on. I really didn't. And um, we talked, and Zach comes out and cuts a promo. And he's talking, blah, 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 blah. And this was a good uh, setup for a baby turn here. And um, he he said um, – talking about being a death dealer he's the kingdom's death dealer and i just flat out said i stopped him i said i see zach you always interrupted me you always coming out here saying this and that and half the time we don't even know what the hell you're talking about because you're just <laughs> crazy i said but i have one problem i said you keep calling your, yourself the death dealer and i said i don't like that and i said they should be calling us the death dealers and i turned greg around and i popped him <laughs> And so Gavin had no clue what we were doing. It was awesome. Ethan popped him. And we have been up here since then. And it, it's just been the same thing, man. And I'll tell the story about it. And uh, I just got tired of doing their dirty work, man. Oh, this happened. You're the big man. Go take care of them. So I'd go take care of them, but they got the belts. So I, I'm not a belt marker or nothing. I don't really care about it. I care about the fans. I care about having a good show, but they don't. They just care about themselves. So they kept running their mouth. So Zach and I challenged them to a best of seven series. And every three matches that they won was some, you know what, some BS. Somebody got involved. You know how it is. Sounds about you, right. Yeah. So there was an extra person. So I mean, something. I can't even remember because we had some crazy matches. But, uh, yeah, I just got tired of being that way. And so. I'm I'm with Zach for three months. And we already got the tag belt. So hey. all I can say is there's a lot more coming. That's all I'll say. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yep. Okay, brother. I think I've I've hit all of the questions for the night. Um, if you want to give a shout or do uh, some upcoming matches you have coming up, tell the people where they can see you. Yeah, man. So right now uh, I'm just strictly taking bookings with Tap um, because. I mean, that's been my home. That's where I feel like my commitment should be at. Um, right now, that's all I'm doing. That's all I, I want to do. I, um, <clears throat> like I said, last weekend, we beat the Kingdom in the Best of Seven series. So, Zach Austin and I, the Death Dealers, were the tag team champions, Southern tag team champions at Tennessee All Pro Wrestling. Uh, we beat them in a cage of death. It was crazy. They also beat up LBK, by the way. LBK was in the Kingdom with us. And, uh, yeah, but he jumped off the top of the cage, like a 20-foot cage. I saw it. Oh, dude. Because I'm not doing that. No. (laughs) If I get up there, that that cage is falling. But, yeah, man, Tennessee All Pro, uh, it's every Saturday night. Uh, It's a great show. It's improved even since you've been there, man. You'd be shocked if you walked in that building. All the walls are black now. Hell, yeah. Uh, You know, that ugly yellow-blue line's gone. Um, We got more uh, banners up there, like the graphic banners I made for people. Um, we got a guy coming and videoing and doing pictures for us. Um, yeah, so it's, it's going really, really good. We had Rhino back, you know, in in November. 
he's hands down the nicest guy I've ever met. Uh, that's like a TV guy. You know what I mean? We yeah. every once in a while, dude, he's awesome, and he's not no five foot ten, five foot eleven. No, no, no. not even close. <laughs> His legs are so big, though. Brother, you're gonna be shocked when I tell you this, right? He's every bit of six two, six three. No, I promise you, he is. He looks like the letter H. <laughs> He's, he's the size of like of, of like a, a fridge and a half. He listen, he's ever been at Greg's height, I promise. And Greg's about six two. He's not my height, you know. I'm the tallest guy on the roster, but yeah, he, the nicest guy, man. Like I'm, I'm dead serious. He didn't worry about getting his crap in. He wants to know the story by what we're doing, and he's like, let's continue that, you know. And, and that it's so rare to find that nowadays. These guys that I mean. Obviously, he's going to be a Hall of Famer one day. It's not even a question. Um, but he just his he. It's so funny that like you and I, when we had a feud or we do this or that, whatever. Uh, which I do want to. I know you probably have to get off, but I want to share the story no. about the night yeah. you, we kind of turned on you. The whole microphone thing. Motherfucker. That, that's one of my favorite stories to tell I hate, everybody. I never tell that story. Oh, I love it. But but let me tell you about right. But we we get in these ideas where we're like, oh, we got to do this, 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 this. And, dude, Rhino kept everything so simple. And we're like, but we're over here like, that's brilliant. <laughs> you know? But it's simple. All you got to do, like, for once, he, he called a spot where um he wanted me. I had I had somebody in a, in a wrist lot, whatever. And all, I, he, all he said is just scream out, who wants Rhino? So I did it. They went ballistic of something that simple. Yep. But we're over here like, we need to do these zippity-doo-dah things. You know what I mean? About, you ain't got to do all that. Less is more. Keep a simple tale story. Have fun with it. So, Yeah, I watched uh, Chase Stevens. Uh, the fucking, what's his name? The headliner, Chris Chris Michaels. Is that right? Yeah, Chris Michaels. Uh, versus, I think it was AJ Kazana, Silas Mason. Do you know what they did for 20 minutes? Oh, probably. Arm ringers. <laughs> And had everybody fucking in the match. There oh, was yeah. probably like 130 people there. Whatever and works. They were going, they like, AJ would be like, ha ha ha, he got like an arm ringer. Here comes Chase back with the arm ringer, like, ah! Yep, whatever works. So, all right, let me let me share this story with everybody about the feud that old Jackson Black and myself had. So, I don't I don't really know that you, you might have had four or five matches at that point when we started. Maybe. No. no. Oh, yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, sounds about right. Because you did a couple at that other promotion you told me about, and then you came with us. So I told Greg, or I told Rich and Greg, I said, I like this guy. Let me let me work him. Let me get him, just get in the ring, get some time with him. And he's like, okay. So we did the whole, you join the kingdom thing. I'm going to offer you. You didn't. We beat you up, right? <laughs> get you some sympathy. Well, that wasn't the worst part. <laughs> no. So we worked. We, we had some great matches. We did. Um and then there was one night where I said, I told you, I said, hey, I want you to cut a promo. I can't remember what it was about, but it, oh, cut it a was promo. like, I'm sick of this. I remember everything. It was like, I'm sick of this BS. I want a one-on-one, da-da-da-da-da. Nope. No, it was something. It might, was it the night we were supposed to set up the Knox tag team? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Next week I got somebody. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. So you were supposed to cut a promo. So I forgot we were going to scratch that. We, we had decided to scratch that. But what I had forgotten was to tell you that we scratched yep. that. Yep. So the match goes on, you know, black hole, one, two, three, blah, 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 blah. I go to the back and uh, a couple of people come up to me and they said, he's out there getting up trying to cut a promo. So I look at the TV and I'm like, nah, he's too nice. He wouldn't do that. And they're like, you can't let him do that. And I was like, okay. So I run <laughs> out there and we will. I run out there. I didn't know. Well, I kind of knew people were coming, but I didn't know we were going to go to that extent. So I'm like, you know, give me a, hey, let the babies get, you know, whatever. I'm trying to kayfabe this. Never and, came. Uh, huh? Motherfuckers never came. I know. I know. So blah, 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 blah. Right. That was the end of that. We go to the back. You're getting up again. Bro, I was <laughs> barely stirring. I don't even think I was up off the mat. I was like. Yeah. <laughs> so. So for everybody that's watching or whatever you watch later, he gets up again. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, stay down. I got to so do what I got to do, brother. Every heel possible just comes out. And I'm there, and I'm on top of you, pounding you. And then uh, all of a sudden, I hear, like, <clears throat> and these kendo shots. And you're just getting leveled of them. It was every bit of 10 of them, at least. <laughs> What's 10? So... I'm like, just, I'm like, stay down till the babies come get you. Blah, 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 blah. So funny, man. So I get to the back and uh, we get back there. And uh, I think the babies finally came, whatever. We, I go outside and I'm standing there and I'm, everybody's like, what the, why did he do that? Blah, 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 blah. It makes you look stupid. I said, no, no. I think it's miscommunication. He's not like that. There's no way he would go into business for himself. I, I know him well enough to know he wouldn't do that. So, and then I remember you coming out there and you go, <laughs> what, the, Bro, what fuck? the hell? <laughs> and I said, what? You're like, I was supposed to cut a promo. And I go, oh, I forgot to tell you not to cut a promo. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to Rich and I'm like, y'all, that's my bad, man. I told him to cut a promo, you know, for the setup this match. And I forgot to tell him to scratch it. It was, you know. It was funny, you know. I apologize. You know I did, so. Hey, shit only hurts for like. Oh, yeah, it hurts forever, ladies and gentlemen. It hurts forever. Yes. It leaves scars forever. I got scars. I don't know if you can see them, but. Well, yeah, because you're getting fucking gigged and shit. Like, fuck. Yep. <laughs> it's fun, man. You need to you need to come back to tap sometime, man. For real. It's We're killing it right now. We really are. It's We're on a. I'd say since the Rhino Show, dude, we've, we've been kicking butt. The, the, the story's been good. Um, uh, I, I'd like to give, I know you probably need to get off the air or whatever, but a big shout out to a guy that's really come along. And I don't know if he was around with you or there, but his guy named Reynoso. Dude, fucking love him. The clown guy. Yes. Love it. He is. If you could, if I could pick the way professional wrestling should be, it would be every aspect of what that dude does. He comes in, looks at what he's supposed to do. You know, I can't say much there. Looks at what he's supposed to do. Never has a problem with that or with who it is, with business, with who it is. And then he goes and gets ready. Yep. That's what you're supposed to do. Fully and he agree. goes out there and um, he he's just gotten so much better, man. It's He's really 
I'll tell you this. It is very hard for, for Rich to like people. He's very critical, but he wants the best out of everybody. That's how he is. Even Rich has said lately he's come a long way and he really likes Renoso. So that, that means a lot. And big shout out to Renoso. I don't know. I'll tell him I give him a shout out on your podcast. But yeah, man, I'd love to have you back, dude. Especially if you're a heel, since I'm a baby now. We could. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, whatever you want to do. So I love that, doing that... heel. <laughs> Come back, be a heel there. I dare you. Oh, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do boo you it. You know, you know how crazy those fans are. So I'll bring the signs back. But then oh, I'll. Oh, yeah. Well, then what, I'll call them like trash or something. What did those signs say? They said Johnny's what? Or oh, it was what was it? Hashtag we hate Johnny too. Yeah. <laughs> I get. I messages. forgot about those. I get messages from like I got a couple messages like a couple months back. This lady had pictures with the sign. She goes, "You got to come back. This was so much fun." And I was like, "That means something." Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I love that. that when fans tell you, I love it when fans come up after the show and they're like, "Dude, this show just keeps getting better and better." That's as a whole, as a family, as a brotherhood, you know you're doing it right. And you, oh, yeah. You don't, I mean, yeah, you can grow. Everybody wants in front of a million people or whatever, but it's to me, it's not about that. I don't care if it's 50 or 100, but if we if we can put together a good quality show, that's all I care about. Rhino told us that, and that meant a lot to a bunch of us. Yeah, every, I have. Well, I've only heard it like once, I think. Like, only one time. I've never, like I said, I haven't met very many dickheads. But I did have a guy go in politic, which I fucking don't ever fucking do. Yeah, don't do that. It's just dumb as shit. But he went and politicked his first day in this promotion to have somebody who's an established, I don't know, healer, whatever the fuck they were, I don't remember, uh, that he would take the title off them that night. No. Get the fuck out of here. These no. people don't even know who you are. No. Yeah. You're stupid. Yep. I constantly am bouncing ideas off the booker and people, but because that's the way I want to be creative. I want to do the best thing that we can possibly do. And uh, there's been a couple of times where we've got to do things that I thought of, but it's not about me. You know what I mean? It's what's makes sense. And like you always, people always say less is more. You don't have to go out there and do a hundred million things. Cause that it could be a, a spoon to the head, a, a random slap. It could be anything that will make these fans pissed off. So, for sure. Yeah. All right. All right, brother. I think we got everything. I got something to, to run by you uh, when we get out of this. All right, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Uh-oh. Uh my name is Jackson Black. This has been a Jackson Black show. This is Malachi. He is a man beast. He is very tall and he hurts when he punches you in the face. All right, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, catch you next time on the Jackson Black Show. Peace. Peace.